Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. Welcome to the show. We are live from Studio Lumo SA here at number one King William Street in the city. Beautiful day outside, currently 24.8 degrees. Big thank you to Hyundai. Their SUV sale event is on right now, so go to your local Hyundai dealer. All right, let's jump into it with the big dog. Here's the Roach. What's on there It's a not so bad. It's a nicer place. I shut up your face. Hello, Rich. Hello, Kim. How are you? Who's the smart ass chipping in during that song? I don't know. Not sure. So I think same same bloke who's on Facebook and saying a two year old girl is stubborn. God. You're very critical. You're a hypercritical analyst now of two-year-olds. That's my little great-niece, uh, Frankie Rose. The same name, Lovely the Sam Powell Pepper. Yeah, she's a little cute. Stubborn. Uh, well, she's in the Terrific Twos now, officially. I wonder who, which part of the family line that came from. Uh, that's Dittmar trait. Oh, yeah, not, not going there. No, not 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 a Dylan trait. I'm not oh, going there. No. Not touching that one. I'm <laughs> oh, still not talking. You two. I'm happy to talk. I'm always happy to talk, Kim. <laughs> Would you consider yourself stubborn? Oh, it's definitely, yes. Yeah, thank yeah. you for that. Yeah. Good. Well, we don't have to flesh that out anymore, do no. we? Hey, uh, looking forward to today's show. A gentleman we haven't had on the show before, Roach, is uh, Mark Cosgrove. He's the batting coach for the Redbacks. I'm not sure if a lot of people were aware of that. No, no, we haven't really known about the coaching panel around the senior coaches. But, well, Ryan uh, Harris, we've yeah. spoken to on numerous yeah. occasions. How are you going with your teeth there? Then? I think they're they're struggling them. a bit. Are they a bit wobbly or what's going no, on? No, no, no. No, no. Thought one popped out. Have no. you got falsies? Has that no, happened over the summer? No, I've, just, I've just got a little mint, that's all. Oh, right. That's why I saw it yeah, pop no, out. Yeah. I thought it was a tooth. It would have been finished by the time we got on here. It's almost gone. That would yeah. have been, mate, great to put up on our podcast, no. uh, losing a tooth while you were talking, Roach. So well, we, we, had, we had that episode two years ago, and you said I made too much of that. Two years ago. Was it two years ago? Two years ago. Last year, you had a chipped tooth and you carried oh, on like a... last year. It was before last oh, year. Was it last year, Benny? No, long ago. Linesy, was it last year he chipped his tooth? I think it was. No, it wasn't COVID restrictions. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was it's last year. You sooked up big time, Rooch. Mm. It was embarrassing. Right, yeah. 3.35, Mark Cosgrove. Uh, four o'clock, Jason Caddy. Adelaide 36's point guard. He's a ripping bloke. Last time we spoke to him, Rooch, they were in a world of pain. And they had CJ Bruton as their coach. Not anymore. And the season's about to end and they've fallen short. Mm. But it's going to be an interesting review with them, isn't it? Catching up on what happened over the summer and where they are at the moment. Last game at home this Mm. Sunday, they take on the uh, New Zealand Breakers. It's a big game for them because Mm. they can still play playoffs. 
All righty. Uh, we've got a bit to get through with Around the Grounds. But yes. as usual, we are always live and interactive. If you want to give us a call, what's the number? Our number is... One three hundred seven three six seven three six and the text line and it is a sponsored text line by very good friends of ours at Montine, isn't it? Yeah. The Montine text line is oh four two seven one five four one six six. Well, if you're going to do the uh, the credit line, do it properly. Well, if you want to get in touch through Montine Hyundai, the text line is oh four two seven one five four one six six. Put Montine Hyundai Cheltenham on your shopping list. That is better, Roach. We got there. Wow. All right. What's How wrong? is DT? Yeah, he's good. He went over to the Super Bowl. Oh, well, I didn't make Daniel him bankrupt Thomas. at all then, did I? Uh, no, no. He I did hurt him there. a bit, though, didn't I? Yeah, you Giving did. away all his money yeah, on those did. competitions you we did. had last I, I didn't help either. I was a bit harsh on that you. That was the weirdest competition we ever did. But for an Someone expert, won without getting a question but right. But for an expert reach in the field of sport, you had your pants pulled down regularly. Well, that's not a bad thing every so often. Shows you're human. What are you talking about now? <laughs> You're the one who's falling into bushes. I'm not. I didn't fall in bushes. I hid in a bush. Aye. I fell asleep. All right, I fell asleep. Are you all right? Hello, Barnaby. I was playing a trick. Hello, Barnaby. On, playing a trick on Darren Kay. I was going better than Barnaby. I just got oh, tired. Oh, but not emotional. No, no, I was, I was good. I was on a golf trip. It was many, oh. many years ago. Very good. But it could happen again next year. Oh, dear. <laughs> All right, let's go around the grounds, Roach. Uh, it's six minutes past three. There's a bit to talk about. But firstly, mm -hmm. uh, we've got a bit of action happening at the WACA Cricket. Yes. Australia and South Africa. Now, you need to explain something to me here. If you're in a very, very hot environment by temperature, 43 when this test match began yep. against between Australia and South Africa, Australia wins the toss. Mm. Do you bowl in the heat? Uh, normally, you wouldn't. You'd try and protect your bowlers and your fielders, but uh, I believe the logic here, mm. I heard Alyssa Healy talking last night, was that, uh, and being very aware of the conditions, uh, the pitch that they're using hasn't been used for two years, so they thought there might be a bit of life in it, and then it had flattened out over the next uh, days, to, uh, three and four. Inspired call then, because South Africa at the moment is four for 39. And I notice it's the quicks doing the damage, as you'd expect. Mm. Uh, On that deck they should. So two years, so two years since it's been used yeah. that deck. Yeah, Annabelle Sutherland's taken three wickets and Darcy Brown has taken two. I want to get to the fact, though, mm. to have the choice of bowling, you have to win the toss. Yes. Do you know how many tosses that Alyssa Healy has won in a row since she became captain? Well, clearly it's a big number. Well, well, give, us, give us the answer. No, we'll have a guess. Well, it's more fun. 30? <laughs> how many? Has she been in charge of that many oh, games as captain? Thinking, well, if it's, this must be a streak going well, on. Well, all just over the summer. Like, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so, so it's six. A, eight. Eight. Eight in a row. Take her to the casino. That's well, what I, take I her say. Two Rich. up at, at, uh, on the Western Plains there, west yeah. of uh, Perth, straight away. Um, so that's an important game. Four it's worth four points. Oh, now uh, they're five for 41, the South Africans. Oh, they're in a world of pain. Wow. Yeah, so we're leading at the moment, but the test match, it's a one-off, is worth four points. So On the if test South rankings. Africa, yeah, yeah. If, no, in this tournament. Oh, right, yeah. Because yeah. you have your one days. Yes, yeah. that's right, they do, yeah, they do tournaments. Yeah. yeah, so the test game is worth four points. South Africa's uh, four behind at the moment, so they could level the series. Ah, okay. Which that means they wouldn't right. win right. it, yeah. um, but they could level it. Anyway. Gotcha. 
All right, so you're with me? Yes. All right, we're live and interactive. Send us a text, uh, 0427-154-166. This may get you salivating. Hey, the Crows chairman, as we go around the grounds, Johnny Olsen, he's been doing the rounds lately, Johnny, on all the radio stations regarding Thebiton Oval. Well, this fills in something we spoke about at the start of the week, where we had expected by the time we returned from our Mm -hmm. break, Matthew Nix would be signed to a new deal. And John Olsen and the Crows have made it very clear, well, they've been very busy with Thebby. Yep. Well, it's concerning how busy they're getting with Thebby because they're busy, but it seems that everything else is holding them up. Now, the hold-ups have already now taken a project that was originally costed at $75 million to just a touch over $100 million. Mm-hmm. Now, John Olsen, the chairman, mm-hmm. said they can cope with $100 million at the moment, but if the delays continue, it starts to build out you know, blowouts that are going to be yep. concerning for them. Now, is Thebby really holding up Matthew Nix? New deal? Surely, surely they... They I th- can do I think, both. I think they're capable of doing both. I can update you on what's happening with Matthew Nix when you mm. finish talking about Thebiton, Rooch. You tell me when and... Uh, no, you tell me whether... I'm more concerned about why they haven't locked away Matthew Nix because I would have oh, thought yeah. it was an absolute no So, but you no were expressing to... concern about Thebiton to Oh, me well, the way it's the just show. dragged on and on yeah. and on. I, I just keep wishing in the end they... Two things I keep thinking, reflecting yep. back on this one. John Olsen perhaps should have gone to the city of Adelaide and said, look, I don't care what has been in the past. Let's rule a line across here. Let's find a solution that's great for us and great for the city of Adelaide because we carry the name Adelaide on a national competition. I I agree with that, and he did try and do that. It's still beyond me that they couldn't come to an agreement. We know where the space is. We know know the Adelaide City Council are a unique group of individuals. But if this is going to... Very anti-sport, some of them, too. More than $100 million. I'm beginning to now think, wouldn't it have been better for Adelaide to have said to the Sanford, we'll buy a parcel of the land here at West Lakes so we can have a second oval and we'll stay here? No. No? no. Well, what difference is West Lakes or Thebiton anyway? Not a hell of a lot. I know I've said that before, but it is close. Malcolm Blight's quite clear they should have stayed at West Lakes. But mm. the, I'm now thinking, if this is $100 million plus, they would have been better off six years ago no. buying a portion of the West Lakes precinct, and they'd be so well settled by that. Uh, no, they'll be fine. Thebiton will go ahead, categorically. There won't be any problems there. They're in a position where they can fund it. Uh, Johnny Olsen was on AA last night. Costa sent through a text. I'll read this one out. Lads, mm. John Olsen was on radio yesterday and said the Crows development is currently north of $100 million. They are only borrowing $20 million from a bank and reporting a healthy surplus for the last year. If the state funding is $30 million, does that mean Adelaide is paying $50 million of their own funds? That's pretty impressive. I think you're about right there, Costa. There's no concerns there. It'll go ahead. I know it's dragging on and it's cost it's a lot on. in interest. Mm. Now, we need to go to a break. On the other side of the break, I'll tell you categorically, I'll give you percentages, Roach, oh, of no. what is happening with Matthew Nixon and when he will be signed. You and when I dates. go hard, when am I wrong? Uh, well, Collingwood. Still That's remembers. different. That oh. was speculation. This is, this, is, this is factual oh. information. Right, I look right. forward to this. I'm going to write right. this all down. Okay, write it down, Mr. 95%. Put it in the vault. Put it in the vault. Take it to the bank. Ooh. All right, Kimba on the Roach, we're up and away. Send us a text, 0427-154-166. The text line, all thanks to Mourn Team Hyundai. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots.
3.17 on a Thursday afternoon, 24.6 degrees outside. We're live from Studio Lumo SA, located at 1 King William Street in the city. Energy from Australian-owned company, that mm. is Lumo SA. Hey, Roach, that test match, uh, 6 for 46, South Amazing. Africa. Uh, the girls only play over four days, their test matches. Well, it won't take that long. Uh, mind you, so do the men's, most of them, mm. <laughs> or three. Mm. Um, yeah, that won't go for four days, I wouldn't expect. Right, now before you put your credibility on the line, oh, you'll have hello. some sympathy, if not empathy here. You go through the whole summer, mm. preparing for a football season. You go through all the hard work of pre-season yep. training. You're ready to go, and you're now on the verge of pre-season games. You've got a fuel at Hawthorne for James Blong, their key defender, young defender, third year. Oh, savvy. Yeah. Young savvy. Does an ACL at training today. Um, hey. Happens, Rich. There's been a few over the summer. We'll have a closer look in the upcoming weeks how clubs have been damaged by anyway, injuries. Being checked out at the moment, but the fear at the moment is ACL season done. That is, that's harsh. The only upside there is, should be right for round one next year. But, gee, that's a, Silver lining. Yeah, yep. it's a sad. Right. Um, Ethel from Ethelton Hello, sent Ethel. through a text. She Hello, says, Ethel. if you were going out with Rucci, you'd make him eat a box of minties every day. Mm. Thank you. No, he's yeah. never had wafty breath. Not that I get that close. Thanks, That's Ethel. reference to you and your teeth falling out, Rooch. No, it's just the last bit of a mint. All right, okay. All right, what do you want to know? Well, Matthew Nix, where's this stand? Where's this at? Because I'm perplexed as to why Gary Lyon mm. went down the path of, oh, no, hold mm. off. Hold off. He's, no one's after him. I spoke to a player manager today, and, they, and his attitude was, why, why would they be signing him now? Surely it's quite clear what program is in place there. The man who has led it to this point, let him continue to do the work. Well, Crows supporters, I can tell you. Hello. Are we recording this? Yeah, record this. I've done a little bit of homework. Yeah. It's not earth-shattering, but mm. uh, Matthew Nix will be signed up within the next two weeks. Two weeks. I'm 95% sure. That's a no, bad number. It's 95. a bad number for you, Rich. Every time you go 95, it doesn't happen. <laughs> and uh, and if it doesn't happen the next two weeks, I'm 100% sure it will happen before the first game. How many years on to this one will they add? Uh, two, I would imagine. I would have thought so. Yeah, yeah. so that'll give him three. But why is it taking this long? Now, they say Thebby. Mm. It's really consumed them, but... I would have thought you could run many agendas at one time. thought it would have been done before, but yeah. uh, look, get through another pre-season. I don't think there's any, you know, now is the right time. Mm. But everything that, uh, well, the people I've spoken to that should know, Roach, uh, the next two weeks. Two weeks. All right. You All happy right. with that? Clock is ticking. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll go to a break. When we come back, we'll continue around the grounds because your friend David Kosh has spoken in regards to Warren Treadray, his role at the club and his relationship with Ken Hinckley. And confidentiality is a word that is, again, in play here. This is very, very interesting. A bit of history you'll be able to enlighten us on where confidentiality is challenging at times well, when you're in no, the media. No. Well, we spoke about that once before when uh, Warren first started at nine. He may have passed on a bit of information that didn't please the Port Adelaide Footy Club, mm. and that may have led to the conflict between him and Ken, possibly. Mm. Okay. I don't want to get too involved in that one, Roochie Roach yeah. Roach. Okay. All right, but we'll hear from David Kosh after the break. This is Kimbo on the Roach on a Thursday afternoon. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roach.
3.34, Kimba on the reach with you, 25.1 degrees outside. It's a beautiful day in little old Adelaide. We're here thanks to Hyundai. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Just updating what's happening at the Wacker, South Africa, 8.455. The Aussies Ooh. going beautifully. A text came through saying, who was the Wacker that scheduled the game at the Wacker? It should have been at Karen Rolton Oval, your favourite ground it is route. great spot. And a lot of texts coming through on the text line. Thanks to Mourn Team Hyundai, Cheltenham, 0427154166. This one says, hey, lads, mm-hmm. welcome back. Just letting you know there will be major delays at Theberton Oval due to the South Road redevelopment. Take it to the bank. It's just not being reported yet. Uh, there has been reports about the trouble that could be arise from that well, one development. Well, one of the issues that is, while they do that infrastructure work with a the tunnel, they're going to need a depot, which they were thinking Kings Reserve would be the place. Now, if that's the case, then the Crows miss out on a second training mm. ground for about six years. But that doesn't stop Thevenin Oval, the Oval itself, yep. being redeveloped. So. They were hoping, as Johnny Olsen said last night, they'd play their first AFLW game in, mm. late, in 2025. Well, that's uh, possible. It's, no, it's not. No, it you don't ha- think so? No, it won't happen, Rich. won't happen to at least 26. Ooh. 26 will be the year. All right, let's okay. talk cricket. The Redbacks had their only win in the Marsh Cup, Roach. Lean pickings mm. for the one-day competition for South Australia. Uh, they defeated Queensland by five wickets yesterday. Uh, tomorrow they take on Queensland in a Shield game. We're still alive. Yes. We're still a well, chance, there's life, Roach. there's hope. Yep, Adelaide Oval, 10.30. Let's have a chat to their batting coach. Of course, Jason Gillespie is the head coach. Yep. We've spoken to Ryan Harris on numerous occasions. Mark Cosgrove, one of South Australia's favourites. Cosy joins us now. Hello, Mark. Hey, boys. How are we going? Not bad. Great to have you on. How long have you been doing this gig? Oh, I'm the second living coach who works up with the with the first team. So Snubbo is sort of the batting coach, and I sort of work under him and, and work with the younger kids and obviously upskilled working with the, with Hetty and all the older blokes. So yeah, it's a good little gig. for. I've been there for a couple of years now. What's so, ch- yeah, it's been good fun. Mark, what's the challenge of coaching? When someone is a natural, so to speak, people say, well, it just came naturally to them. How do they then translate to those who aren't so naturally gifted? How do you work that as a coach? Um, oh, look, it's a lot of, everyone's different as well. Like, mm-hmm. as you're coaching um, each player, they're obviously different, and the language you use is different to each player. And, um, yeah, it, it's, it is good fun. I love, I love doing it. I love watching the blokes succeed at the highest level they can. And um, I think this year they've, they've played reasonably well, reasonably well, good cricket, to be fair. They've just been unlucky, especially in that white ball competition. Like we talked about yesterday, our average score was 300 and we won one game. So, mm. um, yeah, look, we're, we're tracking all right. The bowlers are flying at the moment and we're just, the batters, we just need to fire this back end of the season. And like you said, we're, we'll be there, there and about. Hey, Cosy, before we talk about the Redbacks and what's happening at the moment, let's go back into your career a little bit. We haven't spoken to you since doing this show the last uh, five <laughs> years. But how do you reflect on your career? You represented Australia on three occasions. You're a prodigious talent. Um, you know, you're often criticised for not being as fit as you could be. What, how do you reflect on your career? Um, yeah, pretty pretty nice, to be fair. Um Played over sort of 200 first-class games yep. here and in, and in England um, and loved every minute of it. Uh, I really enjoyed the ride um, and, and meeting meeting different people and, and having friends all around the world. Um, yeah, it, it's something that I would never believe that was possible when I was sort of growing up in Smithfield. So for me, um, yeah, really proud of the way I, way I played my cricket and, and the way I went about my cricket, um, finishing up this year at Northerns as well. So probably a bit more reflecting in the next couple of weeks as well. So, 
Um, that should be good fun. How do you remember the internationals, the one-day internationals? Yeah. Um, I don't actually remember them that well, to be fair. Okay. Oh, um, fresh. You, had, you had Bangladesh. Uh, and tell us why you played Bangladesh. one against Bangladesh. You played one against West Indies and uh, one against India. West Indies. Yeah, so Bangladesh was the, the test tour and then the one-day tour um, in Bangladesh. And I sort of played the last one-day game there. Then we went to a, a Delphin Cup just for the Champions Trophy in Malaysia. So it was us, West Indies, and India in a bit of a tri-series there. Um, and sort of played the two there, uh, the front end. And then another squad sort of came in the back end, if that made sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was sort of um, yeah, right on the cusp of um, the Champions Trophy. And then once they picked that, they sort of started the new rotation. So um, it was good fun. It was great fun playing with those blokes. You know, you, you got to play with some of the legends of the game, you know, mm. talk about walking into the change and Shane Warne, uh, Matthew Hayden, um, obviously Punner and all that. They're all, all in that, that 05, 06 series. That's sort of the legends of the game that sort of took that Australian team to a new heights. So the play in that, in that era with, with those blokes was, um, was pretty special. Mark, how do you reflect now on that moment where you leave South Australia for Tasmania? With the years um, going past, how do you look at, back on that one? Um, I didn't. Yeah, it, it's funny because people ask me all the time, like, why did I leave? I left because yeah. I didn't have a contract, basically. Mm, mm. Um, otherwise, I would. Was never that Jamie left. Cox? Was yeah, that Jamie yeah. Cox? Did that? Yeah, yeah. How's your relationship yeah. with um, him? Uh, yeah, pretty good actually. He actually brought <laughs> me back, so it was sort of a, a <laughs> topsy turvy one. Um, oh, look, it, for me, it was fantastic. I went and played in an era of Tasmanian cricket that was really successful. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we won two Shields um, and played in three Shield finals. Mm. Um, to have the team we had with Cowan, Ponting, Bailey, Doolan, Hilfen House, Butterworth, Crazier, Bird, um, yeah. Faulkner, Payne, um, I'm probably missing Doherty. Um, to, have, to play with those kinds of players, and I grew up with most of them as well, but to, to go and play and have success down there, um, it was pretty special. Um, so, yeah, for me, that was a really exciting part of my, my cricketing journey, you know, to play sort of 100-odd games and not win, a, not win a Shield would be pretty disappointing to, yeah, not win a Shield. So yeah. to go down there, to win, to win two Shields and play some really good cricket um, and to play with, play with Ricky Ponting was, was fantastic. You know, I played with Buff you know, my whole career yeah. in Adelaide um, to go and see another side of a, a legend or a... Yeah, legend of the game was was fantastic. No, the irony, um, and the, irony the irony, Cosy, we get rid of you, and then you go down and win two Shield finals. Oh, hey, good um, luck to him. You, you rattled off some great players there. Ben Hill from the house was a great bowler, Hilfie. Uh Who yeah. was the toughest person you had to face? Um, oh, there was a couple. Um, Shaw Bakhtar in England was pretty tough. Mm. Um, <laughs> but we we played we played a game at the at the Wacker when we sort of always hit Mitchell Johnson as he got dropped from the Test team. Um, and we played him at the, the Wacker, the first game, first game he was available for the WA. And that was that was quick, and yeah, he, he didn't pitch so many in your half that, that game. But um, yeah, facing Mitch, um, yeah, around left arm around a week to a left hander was never never that pretty, um, to be fair. So I wore a couple that day. All right, we've spoken to a lot of players and a lot of administrators regard from the Sacker and regarding the Redbacks. Uh, why have we struggled so much over the last decade? Um, oh, look, I think, yeah, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. You know, you, you look at some teams we've put out in the last decade, um, they, they should be really competitive. They should be 
there down about. I think the last, well, my last game was a shoot final with Glenelg. And I think we went on, I think the boys went on to play another shoot final a year after that, you know. We were so close that year um, that we'd lost the one in, in Glenelg. Um, mm. Yeah, it's, yeah, we've been we've been close. We just haven't really been able to put the icing in the cake. And I think the group we have now, you, know, you look at those bowlers, if we can get a couple of batters to fire together, it's, it's actually a really, really good team. You know, our bowlers are the best bowlers in in the country. Um, you've got McSweeney there, you've got Lehman there, you've got Hunt there. You know, we, if we can get them working together and, and putting a good score on the board, um, we're going to be a really, really tough team to beat in the future. You mentioned well, Henry year, Hunt. Gee, butchered that uh, catch, didn't he? And he paid the penalty. Uh, yeah, how'd, the sur- yeah. how'd the surgery go? He's going to be out for a while. For those that aren't aware, um, yeah, he went to take a catch. The ball went straight through his hands and broke his jaw and nose. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he hasn't gone in yet. He goes in next week sometime. Okay. So um, he, was, he was around training today, which was good. He's in, in, in decent spirits until you asked him he was, what he's eaten and he's, <laughs> he can't chew. So he has, yeah. he's got six weeks of um, baby food, basically. And he's saying his, his girlfriend's bought him these yogurts with Spider-Man on them and <laughs> Batman on them. And he just feels like a little baby at the moment. Mm. But um, he'll be fine. Look, the good thing about it, he's a, he's a great kid and he's, he's really resilient. He'll bounce back from this and... He'll be ready for next year. Um, yeah, really hungry. Well, Cosy, three games to go. This season is still alive. You're sitting in fifth place on the ladder, which is second to bottom. Uh, you play Queensland. That gets underway tomorrow at the Adelaide Oval at 10.30. They've had just the one win. But you're still a chance to make the finals. So uh, how do you go about tomorrow and the next couple of games? Oh, look, it's pretty cliche. Take, take each day as it comes. But, um, look, I think Queensland there are taking our bowlers, like I said, are the best in the country at the moment. You've got Wes, McAndrew, Buckingham and Dogger. Um, they're, they're fired. And you've got Benny Menenti going really well as well. So um, if, we can, if we can get 300, 350 on the board early, um, we have no doubt our bowlers can do the job at the back end of the game. So, um, yeah, hoping to, to bat first and bat big and, and then go from there. Mark, you came through the grassroots of South Australian cricket. We've debated for a long time about what sort of system we have, that the pathway to shield cricket. Are we getting it right? Have we got it right? Um, oh, definitely. I think mean, look at it is. I think there's two two arguments to to this story. It's sort of, are we producing enough Australian cricketers, or are we winning? Are we not winning shield shield um, yeah. shields. So for for me, we're for us, we're producing. Like you got Travis Head, Alex Carey. Spencer Johnson, you've got Nathan McSweeney, who's, um, who's just come from Victoria, uh, Queensland and really relished the South Australian system. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buckingham, he played Section 11, uh, Australia A. Uh, McAndrew playing Australia A. So the system for us, I think, is going really well. We're producing a lot of Australian cricketers now, mm-hmm. which is really exciting for us. Um, we, we just need to win a shield. We win yes. the shield and, and it sort of takes care of itself, if that, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Um, and we just... We've got some really good kids coming through. You look at Thomas Kelly, how well he played last oh, yesterday. Um, that's the talent we've got coming through. So I think the system's going really well at the moment. And um, the grey cricket, obviously, that's been a... Well, they've, they've changed it a bit. And, um, yeah, it's it's been interesting. But, again, I think something needed to happen in grey cricket. Um, and they made the change. Uh, we've been talking about change for grey cricket for... Nearly, nearly since I started playing great exactly. cricket. Exactly. There's always asking for change, but nothing ever changed until this changed. So, mm. And we won't know how, how good this system is for two, three years now. But we've got to give it a chance for yep. me. Oh, we've got well to give said. it a chance. And well see, There's no point having one year and scrapping it. It's like the 19s being in the competition. 
You know, they've 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 had some really good wins this year. They've developed as a group. Mm. If we scrap it this year, we actually never know how good that system could have been. Yeah. So for me, it's a we need to give it time to see um, how good this can be. In three years' time, we may go back to back to where it was, and then try and make another try and find another solution. But we've got to give this time. We can't just scrap it after one year for me. All right, we're going to put you in the spotlight, Cozzy. I've just thought of something. We're going to have a segment called Cozzy's Big Call. All right? Now, okay. here's, here's yep. the question. Cozzy's Big Call, Jake Fraser McGurk, how good will he yep. be? Yeah, he'll be a superstar. He'll be, the face of, he'll be the face of Wee Picks in five years' time, I would think. <laughs> if he hits the ball, he'll be, he hits the ball as clean as anyone. Um, and his technique is nearly perfect. So there's nothing him stopping him playing test cricket, playing every format for Australia. He, he is a serious talent. Um, and we've and we got to remember he's 21, 22. Yep. So we've got to nurture him. We can't just throw him, throw him in the deep end and expect him to just take off. We, had, we actually need to nurture him, which we've been really good at this year. Right, I think we'll, SA have been fantastic with him. We want to keep this forever. Just say that again. Fraser McGurk, uh, Jake Fraser McGurk will be the what? A uh, weak big skid. He's, he'll be the weak big skid. <laughs> the face of weak bigs. Uh, the love face it, of weak Mark, great to have a chat to you. Let's hope we can make 150 uh, uh, Fraser McGurk. He's great to watch. Takes us back to the hooksy days and yourself and Boof. You yeah. lo- we all love exciting cricketers. That's why mm, we go indeed. and watch the game. Hey, we appreciate your time. Good luck yeah. in the Shield game tomorrow. No worries. Cheers, boys. Thank you very much. Thanks, Mark. Mark Cosgrove. I so love that's it. That's it. It's tomorrow, South Australia against Queensland at Adelaide Oval. Then they go to New South Wales. Remember how we started the year beating New South Wales? Now yep. they're top of the ladder. I know. And finish against Tasmania. Tassie. On March 11. Who's currently sitting in fourth position. Yeah. So, oh, well, we're in control of our own destiny. Yep. Uh, that was a good chat. We'll mm. get him back, Rooch. Yes, Mark Cosgrove. Jake Fraser McGurk will be the face of Wheatbix. I wonder if he likes Wheatbix. Mm. He'll like the contract. <laughs> the Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. Thursday afternoon, lovely day outside, 24.7 degrees. We're live from Studio Lumo SA, powered by Lumo Energy, South Australia. Good chat with Mark Cosgrove there. A few texts coming through, Rooch. I love watching Mark Cosgrove bat. A lot of natural talent, unlike Roochie. That's from Mario. What's uh, going on there, Rooch? Did not you sure. Do you date his sister or something? What if I did? I'm not telling him. Uh, and he went on to make the big call about Jake Fraser McGurk. Saying you'll be the face of wheat bigs. Here's a text. And Rucci will oh, be. Oh, no, don't read that <laughs> and, one. And Rucci will be the face of hemorrhoid cream. Don't read that. <laughs> Although, what, what, would you pay, what would they pay for that? Just take the money, Rucci. Just take the money. Yeah. Uh, that was Mario again. All publicity is good publicity. Oh, Mario. Oh, yeah. Mario. Son's <laughs> mm. got to him at Maslin's. Yeah, I know. Uh, Daniel sent through a text. The Sackers uh, still finished bottom in the Wade One Day Comp. Yeah, we did yeah, mention we noticed. that, Daniel. We did notice. Took them to the very last game to win their only game. Mm. And, uh, yeah, look. Not going into the next three Shield games with a lot of confidence. That's what happens when you get okay. a bit scarred, Rich. So work through that point that Mark Cosgrove put to us. What's the greatest measure of South Australian cricket? The national cricketers it produces 
or shield results? Which is more relevant? I mean, well, it's the egg or the chicken. Uh, yeah, well, no, no shield. Okay, hmm. isn't it? Well, obviously, shield is the pathway hmm. to international cricket. Well, that's right. Yeah. So, if we're performing at shield level, you'd like to think that then we'd have more people playing for Australia. Yeah. Someone that does represent debate. Uh, South Australia for Australia is Alex Carey. Hmm. Eight catches. That was an equal world record in yesterday's one game, uh, one day game. Uh, here's Alex talking about that. Yeah, I think it's just one of those days they stuck in the glove, which was nice. Once you get to 6-7 um, in a one-day game, you, you probably think that's a fair few. And then um, to take the last one and get eight, um, we probably thought there would have to be some sort of record there. And you can imagine, I saw him interviewed going off the ground as well, and uh, all he did was steer the attention towards the bowlers. Oh, he, he is genuinely very one good. of the world's nicest yes, men, isn't yes, he? Yes. Um, his nickname, we've said it before, Nobody. Nobody can be as good as him? No. Like Johnny Eels, the former Wallaby captain, his nickname was Nobody because nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect, right. Yeah, yeah he's perfect. I get, I get it. He Very is. Good. Mind you, the English don't feel that way. Well, that was a horrible setup, that was, last year. What do you mean, setup? Well, to go and do that stupid story about a haircut and all that rubbish. Oh, well, none that was that. I was thinking more of the uh, Johnny Bearstay route. Oh, yeah. Didn't they? Did you forget about, about that? No, no. But I, I'm more worried about the way they towed him up about a haircut that he never had. Oh, I know. Now, Reach, you brought up about confidentiality and all that with Warren Treadray. Number of texts coming through. It says, no name on this one. Mm. Uh, discipline. Sorry, Treadray is a loose cannon. Very long-term port member. Sent that one through. Right, let's see how he. Let's, let's see how he goes on this tightrope, which is challenging to many people. He, he certainly, Warren Treadray certainly noted. The challenge that presented to Mark Rusciuto. Now it's his turn. Yeah, Luke Darcy, Jimmy well, Bartell. Luke, Luke never said anything controversial, did he? <laughs> you did he? He's one of the world's nicest blokes. Luke, every, but time, this is every the... time there's a report in an AFL game, he wants to give him Brownlow votes. Yeah, this is the reported player is. This is the weird thing with Port Adelaide at the moment, yeah. and with with Ken Hinckley and mm. with, with Treadray. You just get both sides. Then a text comes through, Treadray is the Don Chip of football. He is at Port Adelaide to keep the bastards honest. Nothing wrong with that. And that was a slogan, so yeah. When, you, when you consider that David Kosh's mantra about Port Adelaide is there to be a challenger club, so challenge mm. the status quo, you, you want that internally as well, not just the way you behave, but also internally as well. Yeah, and then I was talking about my niece uh, when we were... Um, oh, Start we? the show. Yeah, the start of the show. Yeah, describe Frankie Rose as stubborn. She is stubborn. <laughs> She's in a little world of her own. She's a ripper. Mm. Uh, that's my uh, great niece. Mm. Um, a text has come through, uh, and this is from Ethel. Hello, Ethel. Normally one of your fans. Ethel says, bring the two-year-old in. She'd be more entertaining than Rucci. Would she? No, I think she'd just walk out. But oh. then again, you've done that before, you big sook, Rooch. Well, I had to go to the toilet, Kim. Uh, no, there's other times where you've got grumpy. It's, we all get grumpy. It's 3.58, Rooch. Yes. Do you want to hear from Craig McRae? The premiership coach at Collingwood. Just won a uh, premiership, all right? Mm -hmm. It's weird that he's getting asked questions about whether he sees himself as a long-term coach. Or really? Not. I'm deliberate in saying that because I'm, I know this is not forever and I'm, I'm really conscious of that. Um, Can you I, say that now, having achieved the success? Of, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not... I don't know, I just don't... I'm not going to put a ceiling on it. But also, I'm a realist, and I, and I, I stepped in. I, I don't know if you remember my first interviews. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped to be here. I am, and um, but I know it's not forever. So I'm really conscious to to sit in it and and appreciate what the opportunity I've been given. 
Enjoy yes. the journey. Well, how long did Lee Matthews last after he won the flag in 90 and told he'd be coach for life? Yeah, but this is a little bit different. He's just talking about oh, it. Yeah, but he's this is why he's been a revelation. Yeah. He is enjoying the moment. Yeah, and he's being real about it too. Yeah. Hey, you know how clubs turn. Yeah, talking about being real, I think we've got time for this before the four o'clock news. I don't know if you... No, you don't watch the news services. I do, do not you, watch any television now. No. Yeah. None. None. In protest of? Kim Dillon being sacked from my <laughs> silver screen. I think that's BS. But anyway, you don't watch the news very often. I watched it with great interest. I flicked over and I saw a Channel 9 report where the Collingwood trial game was on and sitting in the crowd was Jack Ginnivan. All right, watching his old side. Of course. So Tom Morris, who's now doing some reporting with Nine, and Tony Jones went over to have a chat to him. How'd that go? <laughs> Not well at all. Really? No, completely ignored them, brushed them aside and said, Nick, off. Well, that's his right. Anyway, here's his coach, his new coach, because he's now with Hawthorne, Sam Mitchell, talking about Jack and his inclusion into the forward line. I knew he had good game sense and game awareness, but I didn't quite realise how good. Um, and his game sense and his his knowledge of how different people play from different teams, he's a real footy nut. He knows everything about every team, every player, knows their left or right foot, knows if they like to kick short or long. Um, so he's a he's been a great acquisition for us in the front half. Watch him with interest, Rooch. Watch yeah, a lot of players who've I, changed not, clubs with interest this yeah, year. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sold on Jack. He's got some tricks, but oh, yeah. I, I, I'm not sold. And he plays a tough position. Yes. He's a smaller yes. Uh, forward. Yes. All right, coming up to the four o'clock uh, news, Rooch. Uh, quick stats come through here on the text line. South Australia has only won four Shield games in total in Gillespie's fourth season. Yeah, and I think he's starting to feel the pressure as well. Four o'clock news coming up. Then we'll be talking to Adelaide 36's point guard, Jason Caddy. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Just after four o'clock, Kimba on the reach with you on a Thursday afternoon. Pretty good day outside here at number one King William Street in the city. It is 24.6 degrees. Nearly forgot the point six reach. Hey, if you want to have your say on all matters sport, jump onto the text line. Thanks to Mon Team Hyundai. 0427154166. Looking forward to our next chat, Roach. Last time we spoke to this man before going on holidays. They weren't travelling that well, the Adelaide 36ers. Now they have a different coach. They've been travelling better, but they have a different coach. CJ went about a week after we went on leave, Rooch. Mm. Jason Caddy joins us now. Hello, Jace. Welcome back, fellas. Welcome back. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, there's been a bit bloody happening since yeah, we left. Uh, can we go back? Uh, the demise of CJ. Take us through that. How did it happen and uh, what were your thoughts? Yeah, obviously it was a tough one. I mean... Um, I think we spoke about it earlier. There was CJ was under a lot of pressure coming mm. into this year, given the last few years and how things shook out. And so, um, unfortunately, the nature of the beast—it's it's a professional sport, and um, it becomes a business really quickly. And I think just CJ, the record uh, stacked up, and just some things kind of didn't go in our way, which didn't help him either. And it just led to obviously the club deciding, no, it's time to uh, move in a different direction. And and try and just seek some change that maybe they thought was needed. There was a little bit of scuttlebutt uh, filtering through. Um, did he leave on good terms with the playing group? Did you all catch up? How did that end? Yeah, yeah. No, I think there was no uh, hard feelings amongst the group. Obviously, we all understand that some decisions uh, are not in your control. And mm. I think, 
like I, I, well, I know CJ obviously really wanted to be able to finish the season out and finish what he signed for the three years. But um, we all have been around and seen so much, I guess, a lot of us, that we understand how it all works. And, and CJ, you know, he, he left, he rang a lot of us when it happened and spoke to us. And um, there's no hard feelings amongst the playing group. I guess you always, whenever you go through this situation as a playing group, maybe more for some than others, but you feel an element of responsibility, of course, because he was your coach and, and it hasn't worked out and, and no one plans for that. So always this image, Jason, whichever sport you look at, the coach gets sacked and there's, oh, you've got to fear the team has got the new interim or caretaker or reappointed coach. How much is this about Scott Ninnis giving you something new or how much is this about the players saying, we've got to take some responsibility here? I think an element of both. I think, obviously, Scotty was with CJ and mm. uh, I remember when it all happened, it was a whirlwind and it wasn't something he planned for. It kind of just got mm. put in his lap and he said, well, okay, and he obviously loves the club. And so I think uh, sometimes, obviously, there's a group that's been here for a period of time, a new voice can sometimes help that. Mm. Um, and, and I think the thing that Scotty kind of saw from being a part of it was like, I think we need to simplify some things and just, get back to basics a little bit. And I think that's actually been really strong for our group and probably something we needed. Mm. So the new voice worked. You managed to get back into the playoff hunt, but that uh, mm. all fell away last weekend against the Brisbane Bullets. Take us through that game. 18-point loss. It's put you out the running. Yeah, we... Um, I said before we jumped on, I think there was a game in Cairns where we were up 15-16 in the last quarter that we mm. threw away and. And I just, I had that weird feeling that it was going to bite us in the ass at some point, And it really has. Because if we won that, I think we would have won seven or eight games in a row. Yep. Um, and so then you fast forward to the Brisbane game, there's a bit more pressure on it. And we, we let one of the best players in the comp get going early. And when you do that with teams, it gives everyone confidence. And, and Sobes, uh, he, he cooked us early and then everyone kind of followed him and then he didn't stop. So when you can kind of on the road and you let teams get off to a start, especially their best their main player, it's it's tough going. And it probably also showed a little bit of where we're at this year and how things have played out. Like, to get to where we did was a lot of hard work and a lot of things started to fall in our way. But obviously, once you get start talking playoff talks, it's, it's a whole different world. Jason, one of the best quotes ever of professional basketball in the American t- context, Jerry Seinfeld used to say, at the end of the season, you send all the singlets out to the laundry. They will come back but you're not sure about the men who wear the singlets. They could be anywhere. That's what professional sport has given us, and it's changed a lot over the past two decades. And in those two decades, we've seen the Adelaide 36ers also change in their profile. Now, I find it interesting this week, Rupert Sapwell, who's one of the greats of 36ers Mm. history, has been asked why is it that these two decades have been so difficult for the 36ers. And he's he's made this quote, which I'd like to throw to you, because you're one of the guys wearing the singlet, and this is what he's saying. That in recent years, Adelaide's developed a mercenary culture. A lot of players change over. A lot of coaches change over. They haven't had that undercurrent of soul within the groups. They've lost a bit of connection with Adelaide basketball. You ask a lot of the other old players, and it feels like there hasn't been the same passion for the club and place and the singlet that there was. Is that a reflection of professional basketball 20 years on, or is that an issue that the 36ers need to deal with? Uh, I think it's both. I think it's an issue within the club. There's been a lot of turnover. And Mm. my history around the league has probably shown that 
the the teams the teams that can think they've found a core group and stick with it and build around it and it's never going to be the same but a few changes here and there which normally are imports or a local and mm. and you keep building around a core group normally do well um and i think it's a little bit of the times i mean there's, there's not a whole lot of people that are one club guys these days there's not a whole lot yep. to play for five six seven years like obviously uh I just played five years straight with Brisbane and the connection I felt with Brisbane mm. after five years there was far greater than one that probably I only played one or two seasons somewhere. It's one of those things that, as his point is, you build over time and um, due to, I think, the, this day and age, players, but also clubs, there's so much turnover that no one really gets that feeling of being it because it's probably more business-like yep. now than it ever has been as well. And I think that's you can't blame players for a lot of that because loyalty is a two-way street. And well said. Um, I've, I've seen it myself and I've been mm. a part of it. You think mm. you're a part of a club and you're trying to help build it. You do everything in your power to do extra stuff. They're mm. asking you to go to promos out of the blue. They're asking you to go to these things, show up at different things. And, mm. Yep, yep, I'm happy to do it, happy to do it. And then the moment they don't want you, they don't even speak to you. So mm. I, I do agree with what he's saying, but I also think it, it's a lot on the other side of the fence too. And, and you have to build that from the club so people want to be a part of it and want to stay with it. And you also have to reward people for wanting to be there and, and want to keep them and show them that. And communication is a, a big thing I always talk about. I think that's a, an area that's really gone missing in this day and age with a, lo- a lot of people. Is there enough young talent coming through? Is everyone looking for a quick fix? Is that part of it as well? Like, I love the days and the year of the 36ers when you had Daryl Pierce and Mike Mackay and Brett Maher mm. and Graham Kubrick. Mm. Uh, you know, people that you knew, you'd see them walking down the mall and everyone recognised them. I'm not sure that happens now in in, in basketball in Australia. No, it's, it's probably changing. It's probably for that exact that exact question that I just got and for those exact reasons and just it's not the same carryover of people and you don't have like Brett Maher played in Adelaide and that's how everyone remembers Brett Maher yeah, playing in Adelaide yeah, and most yeah. of those other guys did the same and if they went somewhere else for a year or two at the back end of their careers or something so a lot of those faces became people that you were just used to seeing in Adelaide jerseys mm. and um, the same could be said for a host of other people that played for a host of other clubs but I just think that's the element of it. And I think the clubs like your, your Perth have probably done the best job of it over the mm. years. Um, they had the Damien Martin, your Jesse Wagstaff, your Sean, they had those guys for years and years and years until basically they moved them into roles of being like mentors for a year or two and see you later, happy retirement. Or maybe they went to play one year somewhere else. But yeah. I think that's probably the biggest thing in basketball that we're seeing. And if we can find a way back to that, then I think to your point, we will start to see more of those faces to, to clubs. You'll know people because if they play for that club for years and years and years. Alright, so it's a big final game and the crowds have been turning up so you take on the New Zealand Breakers. It gets underway Sunday at 3.30 at the Entertainment Centre. It's going to be an emotional one as well for the Breakers. They've got one of their greatest players of all time, Tommy Abercrombie, announcing that he's going to hang up the sneakers at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, Hello, Scarlett. Our, yeah, she's in the back yelling at the planes. <laughs> um, no, but to your point, just then, there, there's a guy. He's played his whole yep. career at New Zealand. Yeah. And he might be one of the only blokes that's done that that's around at the moment. It's amazing, uh, isn't it? He's, kind of, I, I don't know how many guys have played um, my whole career, but Tom's been one of them. He's been there probably the year before I started and been there ever since. So just one guy that is going out. But they have a game tomorrow night, or Friday night in Brisbane. 
uh, sorry, against Brisbane, which is probably his last home game if they don't win. So they've got two big games this weekend. They've got to worry about Brisbane first and then come play us. And as you said before, like our crowds have been excellent, like absolutely excellent. Mm. You can't fault them. They've turned up every week. Numbers have been through the roof. The 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 vibe has been excellent, and so I, for one, am looking forward to it. And hopefully, it can be a, a good finish to the back half of the year that can set us up for next year going forward as well. Yep, and just climb the table a little bit. Currently sitting in ninth position. Jace, as always, really appreciate your time. Have a cracking game on Sunday. Yep, make it count. Appreciate it, fellas. Jason Gaddy, one of the good guys of the caper. Uh, you can watch the Hungry Jacks NBL live on ESPN, available via KO and Foxtel, and Sundays via 10 Peach and 10 Play. This is Kimba on the Roots. Give us a call, 1300 736 736. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Four eighteen. Big thank you to Morn Team Hyundai Cheltenham. They're running the text line zero four two seven one five four one double six. A quick update at the Wacker Roach, South Africa nine for fifty seven. It's a horror scorecard. Yeah, it's not good. And they've been really excited about playing this test game. Uh, we talk about the AFLW, the inequity of the draw. You know, only 10 games and uh, 11 in the next season. Mm. Um, there's very few nations that play test cricket in the women's competition. But it's building. Yeah, and this is only the second test match that the South Africans have played in the last decade. Slow I don't know if that excuses them for yeah, 9 well, for 57. Step step. Uh, a lot of text coming through. Kimbo and Roach could Port's midfield with a fit wines, genuine ruck and three incredibles lead the AFL in 2024 for clearances. That's Ricky G from Cairns. Well, it could. The big challenge, though, is to turn those clearances onto scoreboard pressure, and that has been challenging for Port in the past. Mm. Uh, I think they definitely can. Mm. Uh, and it's just a matter of about getting that forward set up right. You've That's got Marshall, Finlayson, Dixon, Ollie Lord, Willie Rioli, Georgiades. But I think we'll SCP. see because of the yeah yes because of the strength of the midfield. Mm. Um, I, I'm expecting to get 20 goals and out of Horn Francis and 20 yep, goals out of Rosie. Mm. Yeah. Well, they need to. Yeah, yeah, they need to deliver on that front. Yes. Yeah, so it's going to be uh, interesting. You know? Very much so. Yeah, I think Butters and uh, Wines will be doing more midfield minutes than the other two. It's going to be fascinating to watch. All it's those my rotations. of it, Roach. Will Roochie be at the port function tonight? I was invited, but the invitation came after I had agreed to a prior engagement. All oh, right. Hello, okay. Ethel. I'll see you oh, later, Ethel. It's a 48-hour no, no, Valentine's. Uh, Ethel. Oh, you're yeah. not doing a little bit of John and Yoko, are you? Hey? Oh, yeah, hang on a sec. No, I had a prior engagement, and I thought, well, no, I've got to be fair to the people I said yes to in the first. Hey, um, Kano's over in the other studio across the road at number two King William Street. Yeah, we might try and grab him when he comes over uh, before he gets into his show and talk about the 20-year reunion of the Premiership. Yes, 2004 Premiership side. I I look forward to Damien Hardwick and Stuart Jew having a beer together. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Mm. Uh, They will be there together, will they? I don't know. I just don't look forward to that moment. I don't think they will, but they haven't spoken yet. Haven't they? No. I, oh, uh, that's sad, Kim. I, I saw that, that on sad. the AFL website uh, yesterday. That is sad. Well, hopefully they'll they'll address it. Yeah. Uh, they will. All those things happen. We've had texts, you know, like, uh, are you going to address it with Chris Dipmer? When are you going to do that? 
that's not my... I'm, I'm not, well, why can't you be the bigger person then? I have been from the start. Have you? I'm not the one who put down the shutter. Why did you bring that up then? There's no need to bring up all those things. I don't bring it up. <laughs> it could have been me. There yeah. is a text about it though. All right, it's 4.21. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Twenty-six. We appreciate your company. We're here thanks to the Hyundai SUV sale event, which is on now. Love Hyundai's support. A lot of texts coming through, Roach. This one says, well, Port Adelaide will have a big night tonight. Yes. There'll be the Hall of Fame induction. And season launch. Can you give us a bit of a heads up? You know, Well, they're going to induct a team. Now, do you assume, because of the 20th anniversary of Port Adelaide's first AFL premiership in 2004, that they're inducting that team into the The whole team. Adelaide? Yeah, well, they have, do teams every so often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would that be possible? Well, it could be, Rooch. Mm-hmm. You would know better than me. Here's a little text that's come through. Hi, Kimbo. It will be a busy time in 20 years for Port Power, celebrating all those players who played in their three premierships in five years reunion. Thank you from Glenn from Adelaide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, this the, is this the fourth year since that was said? Oh, I've lost track. But no, yeah, they're, no, they're one-off now. They're one-off now, yeah. yeah. One so they, but then again, you see, if they do AFL, AFLW, AFL, does that count? Well, we'll count it, Rooch, yeah. if you do it. That's, be a well, good achievement. Wouldn't it be great? Mm. Yeah. Who's got more chance, the men or the women? Of winning a flag? Yep. At this point, you would say the men's side. Definitely. They win it this year. Hey, oh, um, there's a statement. Well, I, I told you, I haven't done all the form yet, but I am confident to tip Port Adelaide at 13 to 1. Wow. I am. Okay. Wow, big call. Well, you've got to pick someone. I know that, but you're saying you haven't done the form and you just plucked out Port Adelaide. Well, I like what they've done and they're building. I like their midfield. I like their defence as well, Rooch. Hey, we've got about a minute to go before we go to the news, Rooch. Hey, we have a uh, Signet Power Bank up for grabs. It's worth $44.95, all right, and that's what keeps your phone charged forever so it never goes flat. Um, We'll give that away. Now, sorry, Crows fans, we'll do this in 2027 if we're still on air. Because Port are celebrating, or mm. if you're a Crows fan, you can still have a crack at this. Mm. Port are celebrating their 20th year since winning the Premiership in 2004. Yes. Hey, give us your most memorable moment from that grand final. It could be Daryl Wakeland, Kane Corns and Simon Black, Choppy Pickett, Choco, Alan yeah, Scott. Coming down the race. Well, down People the forget, steps. might yeah. be Toby Thurston's. Wanganeen with his four goals. Well, Thurston's kicked three. No mm. one would have predicted that at the start no. of the game. So uh, give us a call on 1300 736 736. Tell us your favourite moment or send a text on 0427154166. Thanks to the Morn Team text line. And we'll give away that power bank from Signet. It's worth $45, Roach. Well done. All right, and I'll get your favourite moment from that grand final as well because you were there at the G. I was indeed. All right, doing stuff all. I was working. Lazy prick. I was working. Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. 
Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Four thirty-four, Kimba on the reach with you. Thanks to Hyundai and Lumo. We're live from Studio Lumo here at Number One King William Street in the city. Twenty-five degrees in the city. Beautiful day. We're in for a hot weekend, a warm weekend. Reach, you melt. You'll Thank be, you very much. You're a big sook in the heat. Hey, I South am. Africa rallying. <laughs> rallying, are they? Nine for seventy-one. Oh, that's a rally, is it? Go and have a guess. What will they get to? Nine for seventy-one. They'll get seventy-four. At that rate, seventy-four. I'm going to go 83. All out for Ooh. 83. Hey, the games we play Gee, on the a chase, qu- the, chase quiet, the Australians face there. Yeah, quiet Thursday afternoon. Um, Root, uh, Texas come through. Will the port trial, tomorrow's trial, be streamed on the port website? Yes, it will, along with tonight's function as well. Oh, right. That's from Ricky. Yeah, yeah. There you go, Ricky. Can't get there? Go onto the website. Yep, get on the website. You'll watch all this. Uh, here's one. Um, I'm with you on the power at $13, Kimbo. Flying nicely under the radar. Great draw. Everyone has recent, has recency, recently. Hmm. Everyone has recently bias on our finals performance. Hmm. Not sure what that is. There's a typo there. And forget we were a game off top last year. Hmm. I agree. Um, I think they're, they're great odds. And the Costa says, I pick Port Adelaide to win the flag every year. Remember the year they brought in Rockcliffe and Watts? You said you, Rockcliffe would win the brown low and Port would win the flag. And now, Did you? I, I, well, I don't remember saying that. I would have said that if – well, I didn't realise he was going to come over He's and have a up. shoulder operation He's and all up. that stuff. Yeah. Um, but I did like the recruiting of that, mm. as I do this year as well, Rooch. Uh, 2004, who kicked one goal one and didn't make it into the best players? Playing in losing home finals, 2001, 2002 and 2003, recently reborn to exist to win premierships. Who's that? Who's that? Warren. I have no idea what that means. That's from Ricky from Cairns. I don't understand that. 2004, who kicked one goal one and didn't make it into the best players? Well, 1-1 doesn't guarantee you get into the best players, Rich. No, it doesn't. Kicked five once and didn't get in them. It was only a bloody paper, though. Ashley Porter, I think it was. Oh, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Ashley. No, it wasn't. Um, I don't know, Ricky. Roach, what, yes. was, what was your highlight then? We've got this to give away. I've got lots of memories, and the, and the one that is underestimated is just the image of Michael Wilson with two busted shoulders. Oh, yes. Good one. That, that courage, <clears throat> determination, that eagerness to play. Um, there are just so many stories. The the inspiration of Brendan Laid, who on the Friday, Thursday before they travelled to Melbourne, wasn't even certain of playing. Mm. His wife pleading with Chogo, you've got to pick him because of his sore back. Uh, the emotion of Choco coming down the stairs and pulling on the tie to say, that's it, the choker tag's gone. Wanganeen with his four goals and the way in which he tore apart. I, I still love, because you remember when Fox was doing the mic'd up coaches' boxes? Yep. And Choco's about to pick up the phone. Tell Wanganeen to get in front, don't play. And every one of yep. his goals was coming from him being able to read that the play would overstep. Over, over the back? Yeah. Yep. Brilliant. 
Then you've got the famous time that Lee Matthews was mic'd up. I think that was in a victorious grand final win. And he sent the runner out there. Tell Agamanis to get front and centre when mm. the ball comes in. Mm. Next ball came in front and centre, took it off the pack, snapped with his left. Yep. Here's a text. Uh, this year could very well be Ken Hinckley up there saying, Treadray, you were wrong. That's well, from be, AJ. It'd be nice, wouldn't it, if he's up there picking up a cup. But I, yeah, it'd be intriguing what sort of speech he would make. Uh, I'm just having a look at the stats from yep. the 2004 Grand Final. Port Adelaide didn't have anyone who kicked one goal one, and Brisbane had no one who kicked one goal one either. So Ricky, you have to send know it. what that is all about. Yeah, send another text. One we goal could, one. We couldn't that work that mean? one out. Here's Breddy Boy, a passionate. I was going to say Crows then, a passionate Port supporter. My favourite moment from the 04 Grand Final was when pint-sized gladiator Josh Carr beat the crap out of that big beer-guzzling dopey Jonathan Brown and Gavin Wanganeen's four-goal match-defining Grand Final or goal. So remember the moment where Chad Corns decided to go to Jonathan Brown and say, how is that knee? And he squeezed it, remember? No, I don't remember that. He only squeezed his knee. How love, is your knee? I love Chad, one of my favourite footballers. Chad. I think we're going to forget Daryl Wakeland with the Alistair Lynch, are we? That's had plenty of plays. Whew. That's up there with Scotty Cummings and Rod Jamison, isn't it? Oh, no, it's bigger. No, I mean, as in the amount of yeah, times we see it. Yeah, but yeah. Alistair Lynch was just off the planet. None of them were landed, Roach, in oh, either fight. In think, either fight. You think he didn't get one in? No, I've spoken to Daryl about it. I don't think any landed. I'll have to watch mm, it again. Okay. It looked, uh, looked For the serious. amount of coverage they've got. I know. There was. Did Lynch ever pay the fines? Don't think so. Oh, Didn't we wow. ask him about that? I've I don't think he did. Now. I don't think he did. Hey, just on, he got hit pretty hard. Talking about fighting, yeah. Richie Roach, Roach, what about our own boy Kano who's going to get in the ring and take on Nathan Brown? Training with Andrew McLeod. Yes, and he's got a boxing coach as well. I saw some of the footage he showed me. Yeah. He's copped a few too. Has he? Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to watch it. It'll, okay. be, it'll be fair dinkum. He is training his heart out, you know. Who's bowed is against? Nathan Brown. Nathan? Oh, Nathan Brown. Yeah, former Western Bulldog, yes, Richmond Nathan player. Brown very well. Yeah, who would you be backing? Wow. Oh, no, if, if Kane's being serious, oh, then that's well, what, it. What do you reckon? Well, He's know. the most obsessive yeah. human in the world. Nathan, what have you done here? Kane's training his heart out, but it's like he said, he's never been involved in boxing. He's never been in a fight in his life, so it's a it's a really new frontier for him. Oh. And I've seen him with his boxing. Coach. Imagine going through all that, and Nathan just gets a sucker punch in. Wouldn't that? Oh, that would be awful, wouldn't it? You go through all that months and months of training to be techniqued up, and then the, the opponent just gets you with a sucker punch. Well, he's being compensated reasonably well, I think. Really? <laughs> well, I think they are. Well, maybe we should go in the ring. If well, there's... Roots, there's been plenty of those. We got a text earlier they're saying they want to see you and Ditmar in the ring. No, I'm not interested in fighting Chris Ditmar. Never been interested in fighting well, why Chris Ditmar. Don't need to get aggressive. I'm just reading it out. Well, oh, they're no. saying that you won't have that running race with Stephen Rowe. You've backed out of that. I haven't backed out of it. When, when have I ever backed out of that? So if we organise it, you'll do it. Absolutely. I'm backing Rowe. Are you? Yeah. You have me buff. You have me convinced that you're fast. I've not seen one fast twitch muscle in 30 years, Roach. I don't waste it. <laughs> yeah, I've seen you when you have to run to the tram. You're like Cliffy Young. Uh, he won. You shuffle. No, he, he won. He took 150 days to get to his destination. But he won. He was a winner. He wasn't against anyone. He's a winner. Um, here's a text. Boys. Yes. If Port win three or five flags sometime in the next decade, 
they'll fulfil their aim. And I'll be very happy. That's from Lindsay. He's a port man. Mm. You see more and more clubs are throwing up their agendas. Gold Always. Coast, the latest. You that, don't like it, do you? When, or do you like it or not like it when clubs say, this is our mission statement. We are going to win so many flags by this time or we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Gold I don't Coast think you latest. should say we are going to do it. You can say our aim is. But is that then weak? It's not weak. You're not allowed an aim. Mm. I, I just think, uh, and I think most yes. port people think this way now as well. Less talking. That's not the port way. You talk about the port way. Port way, Just yes. get it done. Yes. And I see what they do this they're year, They're already Kim. doing that. Uh, you boys should have done uh, tonight's show from Alberton. Power Radio, hashtag Power Radio. Actually, that's a good idea. We'll blame Benny for that. Benny, uh, KG in no, tears. Hang on. Wind that one back. Do the show tonight from Alberton. Yeah. For what reason? Well, what, oh, wherever they're having the... Um, oh, yeah, well, that's the, over here. The oh, okay, yeah. We well, I think that's what the... doing it for now. I think that's what the text meant. Okay. Uh, here's one. KG in tears after the game because Port won a premiership. Was my lasting memory on five double A and nine. What did he cry? He wouldn't have cried. Did he? He cries all the time. Well, I know he cries. he's a very emotional he's, man, Coogee. Yeah, he uh, here's one from Chris. Their favourite memory was Byron running amok. Yeah, he was Choppy brave. Pickett. Norm Smith medalist, Byron Pickett. Wouldn't be playing today, would he, Kim? They wouldn't allow him on the field with well, all the rule changes. No, well, you know what I mean. Change the way you go about it. Uh, Brett says, come on, Rooch, fight, fight, fight. No, What I'm would not... you get in the ring for? Well, if you set it up. Get some big money for it, mate. What, what have we got in the ring together? Yeah, but you, how much money are you putting into this? Oh, I just get a good sponsor. I'd do it for, for it. the enjoyment. Yeah, I know you would, but I want the money. Uh, Port could win, this is a text, yeah. Matt and Brizzy. Port could win the AFL flag, an AFL reserves flag, an AFLW flag in 2025. There is three premierships. Ah, Don't, don't count AFL reserves flags, please. Why? No. Don't count them. Well, you do, Roach. That's from someone that's never played sport. You're out there playing your guts out. You do count them. You're trying to win something and achieve something. Port Adelaide I doesn't, did a, I doesn't did a celebrate Corn. reserves, I did a premierships. I did a like Corn, I you acknowledge oh, you them. You. you acknowledge them. I get that. But that's not. you don't start the year aiming to win the reserves flag. Hey, if you're playing in the reserves and you're... I get that. You do, Roach. Um, it was a bloody horrible day, this text says. Three right. years later, was much better. <laughs> Yeah, right. 119. Stop that. What? What is, what? Where is this table at at the moment? You haven't put it at 119. Oh, you mean the height? Yes. No, I put it down to 118 because you're sook about it. I hey, uh, Benny's just yeah. uh, sent me a message yeah. saying we may be at Alberton next week doing our show at the new facility. Oh, okay. Hmm. The MG High Performance Centre. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Roach, uh, what have we got now? It's 4.44. Oh, how much did you say South Africa would make? I think I said 74. Yeah, and I went 83. Uh, 76 all out. Mm. I can tell you who's taken the wickets. Mm. Rucci, Rooch, Rooch. Darcy Brown took a fiver. Wonderful. That is good. Uh, Annabelle Sutherland, three. Talia McGrath, two. So South Africa all out for 76. So the logic that we expect on that is Australia will have a healthy lead by the time we go to stumps this evening. Yeah, I reckon you might be right. Hey, Ricky G from Cairns, mm. good on you, Ricky, has got back. He said, sorry, I was wrong. That's something you've struggled to say for most of your life, Rich. Well, okay. 
He says, sorry, I was wrong. Was kicked one goal too. Yes, My point is, don't throw stones at Ken on the back of losing consecutive home finals and an average grand final performance. Ah, so he's saying Warren's got to remember that he's been through that himself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a tough period for Port and they had to learn the hard way about winning big games and big premiership games. Mm. Um, and as we heard from Jason Orn Francis in that very good interview we had Monday, Tuesday, which was it, kid? Monday, Tuesday, when did we speak today? That was Tuesday and we played it back yesterday. Right. Uh, yeah, you learn from those moments. They need to learn a lot, Port. Can I say another vivid memory I had mm. of that day it was because being friends with Matthew Primus and he's doing some work yeah, at Channel 9 tough, at the time yeah. and the tears coming out and nose running and mm. um, you just live to play and win a grand final. You never know when it's going to happen again. It's oh. uh, quite tragic. Mm. Uh, here's a tell, Renee. Happy New Year, Renee. The other one remember from that is Josh Franco as well. Yeah. Yep. The injury mm. against Michael Voss. Mm. Mm. Afternoon, boys. Kim, you should have done the Premiership Brownlow double with Port and Zach Butters. Yeah, I reckon Port at thirteen to one. I'd love Zachy to win a Brownlow Rooch. I think he'll get a lot more attention this year. He can handle it. could go to another level. He's a competitive beast. Yep. Yeah, and I think, you'll, oh, look, that's that's reasonable. Mm. That would be getting greedy. Here we go. 20 years ago, Rucci was still at the fertiliser pulling yeah, out a load of horse manure. Thank you oh, very much. the advertiser. Thank you. And what did you do, Rooch, when, because uh, they all went back to the pub. What was it? South Melbourne was at the Bells? The most vivid memory I have at the end is that was a time, and remember the MCG was being smashed for the Commonwealth Games redevelopment. Yep. Uh, we were able to go on the field then. You can't do that now anymore. Um, you went out on the field, did you? Yep. And I, it's still, still the most vivid memory of Troco bringing the cup to me. Here he is. We won it. You know, it was a pretty special moment. Yeah. yeah. So can't you held it? Now. Oh, yes, yes. Did you have a drink out of it, Rich? There was nothing in it then. All right, no need to get aggressive. <laughs> Just asking. Uh, still giving away that Signet Power Bank. It's worth forty four ninety five. Just give us your most vivid memory or your best memory of the 2004 Grand Final, mm. and uh, we'll give that away. Of course, Port Adelaide celebrating that tonight. There'll be some Hall of Fame inductions uh, as well. Uh, here's an interesting text, Roach, as yes. we approach the finish line. Afternoon, boys. Your thoughts on the AFL's important issues that needed addressing. The whistling and the inability to name the first games round one due to Vic Club sooking and not putting the player weights up. Woke AFL. Now, we spoke about the players' weights. We both thought it was ridiculous, didn't we, Rich? What, what's, the, what's the bit about the Vic Club sooking up? What's that all about? Um, and the inability to name the first games round one. No, that's that's not the Vic Club sooking up. That's no. the clever marketing strategy that the AFL thinks it's come up calling it round zero. Mm. Nothing to do with the Vic Clubs. All right. Okay, what about the whistling? You're not allowed to whistle on the I, I, I'm staggered by it. What was that all about? I wasn't aware of it. Well, obviously, a lot of the, uh, the stewards down there whistle to get the attention of someone. It's there are some confusion. famous soccer coaches who whistle to get the attention of their players, mm. right? You, you know, where they work in that little box and they start whistling, hey, Kim, get yep. out, further out, get further out. You're getting too close into the middle here. So what was the whistling causing? Well, it's not as if the whistling gets confused with no, the whistling No, it happened before we came back, and I, I noticed I had a quick read, Roach. I'm not totally across it, but it was causing some confusion. But how? 
Well, I don't know. All the whistles with the umpires. and I, Seriously? I Someone sent us a text. Hey, here's Kano. He might be able to save the day. We might see if we can grab him, get his final moment. Benny, can you grab uh, Kane? Yeah, don't grab him because he's been in boxing game. training. Kano, just ask him here. to come in. Oh, look at him. Oh, just ign- he's just ignored he's you. He's just completely ghosted me. Mm. Ben, can you go and grab Kane? Just he's see if he can come in. We want his well. best memory. Has he said no? Go and grab him. Come on, Ben. Ben scared of him. He said no. Ooh. Oh, did he say no? He said no. He won't yeah. give his favourite moment. Well, Saving we won't, it for his won't own plug show. He won't plug his show coming up then. Saving it for his own show. Really? What can I do about it, Kim? Right. I'm not taking on someone who's been in boxing training for three months. <laughs> you think I'm that silly? Uh, he's, uh, he's coming. So I knew he would. I knew he would come in. Because I like roots. Oh, yeah, he well likes said. roots. Grab well that. said, Kane. And I've been bloody pumping you up too. <laughs> hey, we're talking about the 20-year anniversary. You're going to the function tonight, Kane. Thanks for popping in. Of course, Funny you're you on. say that. The uh, group text just lit up. Mm-hmm. And the first message was, and I want you to guess who this may have come from. Right. Anyone keen for an ale beforehand? I'm staying at the Oval Hotel. So there's a clue that it's someone from interstate. Brendan Lade. He was the third person to reply. Oh, third, first. This person didn't play in the game. Rooch, coming from in the state. Matthew Primus. Yes. Ah, Matthew right. So, yeah. No, they're in good. They're in good form. Yeah. I don't know what the turnout is going to be. Hopefully, by the sounds of it, pretty good. So. Do we have Stuart Jew and Damien Harbert? What's the deal there? I don't know. Okay. Uh, is is Dimmer coming? Do you know? I don't know. I did read online. Somewhere on AFL.com maybe yesterday that Damien Harwick and Stuart, you haven't spoken yet. So oh. I didn't think that was a great I didn't think that was a great mm. sign. Hey, you sounded like your dad with that laugh uh, then. Uh, right. uh, we've only got a couple of minutes and of course hey, your show coming up your next. Son today. He did well, didn't he? That's, hey, that's, he did. We played good, a little bit of it. Uh, good quotes there. Yeah. yeah, he asked a couple of um Eddie's got a podcast. He had Koshy on, which was good, and he, he asked a couple of good follow up questions, the, the, which was good. The confidentiality one is the big one. And mm. look at you and I have been on this for a long time about how do you straddle between being on a board and in the AFL media at the same time? It's just impossible. Well, he was pretty strong on that, Koshy, wasn't he, on the podcast? Yeah. He said, look, the, the difference between being an outspoken media personality and a board member is completely different. Absolutely. So that's a little warning that you're going to have to rein it in a fair bit. Well, now, then how why, would why you stay in the media? Well, then? that's the point. How would his employer feel about, I mean, really, because he's in, he's in the Adelaide media as, as we all are and the focus clearly yeah. from the Adelaide audience is on two teams. And the Crows fans don't necessarily want to hear a lot from Warren because he's not a premiership every captain. Time yeah, he the speaks. poor fans want to, and that's going to be really difficult. As you as you highlighted way before he was he was elected in your article for In Daily, he's going to be always quoted as a Port Adelaide director, not as a Port Adelaide premiership captain. Mm. All right, so, let's change direction, boys. Yeah. We'll try to celebrate the uh, the grand final win. Uh, we're giving away a forty five dollars Signet Power Bank. Uh, your favourite recollection, your best moment, and not necessarily your stats yeah. on Simon Black. But if there's one moment <laughs> well, in the I, game, I'm glad you asked because he had thirteen and I had nineteen. But you didn't, you didn't ask. <laughs> and I think he was coming off thirty nine the year before mm-hmm. and Norm Smith. But we, you didn't ask that. So no. I well, I knew because you've told us that many bloody times. Um, um, your favourite yeah, moment? Yeah, it's though. a moment that. Um, wasn't no one would have seen, but f- for whatever reason, I love Bruce McAvaney rang me. It was either the morning of or the day before, and he just started talking in Bruce tales. And he said, "Look, Kane, on the MCG, the ball bounces just a little bit differently than it does on all the other grounds. So make sure when you're going to pick the ball up, you bend your knees and you get really low." And he went into the genuine Bruce sort of commentary spiel, and I was like, "How how good is this? Like we're we're on here." 
And then one of the first text messages you can imagine when you get back. Now, it's a different era with no social media. Mm. How many text messages you've got. When you first check your phone in the change room, one of the first ones was from Bruce. He said, look, great job. I told you. But that was good. And uh, straight after the national anthem, Choco was quite jovial and he made it. I can't remember what the joke was, but I was pretty tense. And he, he came over and he made some sort of sort of wise crack and it just sort of released a bit of the tension mm. and a bit of the nerves. So he was, he was quite relaxed. He wasn't... Not in the box. Close to the box. Soon after, was he? Soon after. So, but uh, out on the ground, um, he was pretty relaxed. So, I mean, there's many moments. I have watched the game back a few times, not for a while, but it was a good game of footy too. There'll be fanic, plenty yeah. of tall stories told tonight. Uh, who's on your show today? Uh, I have Errol Goulden. I've got Tim Gossage. We've been going head to head from across oh, yeah. the border. So, we'll see what he's got. And Josh Dawes was down at Hawthorne today. They had a rough day at the Richard yeah, Club. Stay tuned. Kano coming up next. We'll be back tomorrow. Uru. Good night, everyone.